What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth, and a couple quick reminders that we are in the last couple days of September, so make sure to download and play Street Fighter V and PUBG. Both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at uh, a couple days ago and uh, talk to us about your thoughts on those games on Plus Club. Uh, we had a discussion um, a couple days ago. Uh, when it came to those games. Uh, it was a really good discussion. Also, shout out to everyone on Reddit who had the conversation over there. Uh, it was a really good conversation. Got a lot of comments. Got a lot of really cool uh, opinions. Uh, positive uh, on these games. Negative on these games. All really fucking uh, good. Had one person uh, who was kind of a dick, but it's to be expected. And uh, with that, we got a bunch of new subscribers. So welcome to the community. Welcome to the channel. Um and uh, we are now just under, uh, we have about under 100 people left until we hit 2,000 subscribers on this channel, which is crazy to think because it's less than a year ago that we hit 1,000. So uh, that's fucking awesome. So it'd be really cool if we hit 2,000 by the end of this year, but we'll see what happens. Um, so yeah, very cool. Game of the month is Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. That was picked by Chevy. Uh, we'll be talking about that tomorrow, so make sure to play that if you have it or if you're interested. If you're curious about it, there is a free version of it. There's only a couple dungeons to do. You have to buy the full thing on mobile, uh, Android, and iOS. So if you still want to try this game out and join our conversation tomorrow, uh, download that, check it out. And it is the same game, just a light version that you can upgrade uh, to something else. I think there's also demo versions on console. Chevy's telling me that. I can't confirm that. So you guys check. So uh, yeah, join that conversation. Uh, type in hashtag STLG on your comment if you'd like to be considered to have your comment read on TastyCast. We have a segment where we read your comments, reply to your comments, have discussion around them. I pick at random unless you type in hashtag STLG on your comment, then I will most likely pick it. Typically pick up to five. So yeah. Um, we have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have a Patreon if you'd like to support the channel further than liking, commenting, and sharing the videos and watching them. It's all appreciated. Thank you for your support. All right, uh, Tasty Tuesday. we got two things to talk about, so let's just jump into it. First bit of news, a little bit of streaming news, since that seems to be uh, where things keep going, or at least people are trying to get things going, in which... Amazon has joined the uh, the the race. Uh, we got Amazon Luna, which is their new streaming platform. Um, and yeah, let's uh, let's read about it. Figure out what they're uh, planning on doing with this. What they plan on bringing uh, to this, and uh, see if it's going to be worth it for you guys or myself to try this out. This is uh, via CNET. Amazon Luna, what we know about the new cloud gaming service. The owner of Twitch now has its own game streaming service, which is probably the most interesting part about this is it's already uh, got more of a foot in than I would say Google, but we'll talk about that. Uh, so here's a picture real quick. Hopefully you guys can see that. Let me double check. Yep. Uh, we see the controller that um, looks, you know, pretty standard except for the purple ring and uh yeah. Amazon is getting into gaming. During Amazon's big device announcement event on Thursday, the internet giant unveiled Luna, its cloud-based video game streaming service for Fire TV, phones, tablets, and computers that rivals Microsoft's xCloud and 
Google's Stadia. Uh, a Luna Pass, or Plus, a Luna Plus subscription will cost, see I'm already like Game Pass, a Luna Pass. <laughs> that sounds so much better too. A Luna Plus subscription will cost $5.99. That's really fucking cheap. Per month as part of an invite-only early access program, a controller designed for the service will also be sold with early access pricing of $50. You need to keep that fucking price down at $50 because we're moving into a new territory where there's more robust controllers out there that are going to be more expensive and you, you really don't have a reason to be upping your price. Anyway, uh, though gamers will also be able to use an Xbox One or PlayStation DualShock 4 controller, that's good to know, as well as a mouse and keyboard to play. Running on Amazon's AWS servers, uh, games will stream at up to 1080p resolution and 60 frames per second at launch with 4K support teased as coming soon, of course. Though a full list of titles wasn't immediately available, the company says that games available in early access uh, period will include Control, Resident Evil 7, Grid, Ukulele, The Impossible Layer, and Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Ubisoft will be among the early notable publishers on the platform, including bringing Assassin's Creed Valhalla to Luna, which is a good get, although no timeline was given for when its games would arrive beyond again coming soon. Um, Twitch, the popular game-focused video streaming website that Amazon bought in 2014, hasn't been that long, will be integrated into Luna to allow streamers to broadcast while playing. Very smart. Amazon says that those watching Twitch streams uh, who also subscribe to its services will be able to go right from watching Twitch to instantly playing Luna, which I believe is something that Google was saying they wanted to do with Twitch as well, or at least streaming in that sense if you could be watching um, somebody playing something and decide, oh, I want to play that too, and just hit a button and start uh, playing that game instantly. Uh, it makes much more sense that Amazon would have that integrated into Twitch. Amazon recommends a minimum internet connection speed of 10 megabytes uh, per second for streaming games on Luna with 35 megabyte per second listed as the requirement for playing in 4K. The company says that Luna will be available on Fire TV, Mac, and PC as well as through web apps for iPhone and iPad so long as those devices are running iOS 14. The use of web apps seems to be how Amazon is getting around Apple's App Store restrictions, which seems to be a big problem lately. Um, that's my opinion, continuing, which have previously blocked Microsoft from offering its xCloud gaming service uh, for iPhone and iPad users. Google's Android is not listed as a launch platform, but it's coming soon. That's lame. Fix that shit. I'm on Android. No exact release date was given for Luna, but those interested can request an early access invitation on Amazon's website. Before I go into my opinions on this, uh, there's a list of the games I have pulled up right here. I'm going to go through it real fast. We got A Plague Tale Innocence, Abzu, AO, Tennis 2, Origami, Blasphemous, uh, Blaze Blue, Crosstag, Battle, Blazing Chrome, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, Castlevania Anniversary Collection, Contra Anniversary Collection, Control, Crosscode, Deponia, Doomsday, Dirt Rally 2.0, Everspace Fury, Ghost of a Tale, Goodbye Deponia, Grid, Hard Reset Redux, Iconoclasts, uh, Indivisible, uh, Infinite, Mini Golf, Ken Fullets, The Pillar of Earth, Lumines Remastered, Metro Exodus, Mighty Switch, Force Collection. I'm not going to go through this whole thing, but there's quite a bit of games actually going to be uh, launched uh, with this. According to, uh, this is 
some website that's not oh game debate okay uh so there's a lot of stuff planned for this already um yeah so uh i think it's kind of um obvious to say that uh you know i welcome the competition anyone who watches this channel channel uh regularly knows that i i like competition in in uh, the the gaming um ecosystem and uh now that we have uh, cloud gaming uh, becoming more and more prevalent in the ecosystem um, it makes sense for amazon to uh, jump in i know a while ago there was rumors that amazon was working on a console and i don't know if that's still the case or not uh, but this makes sense that they would go this route uh, amazon is huge uh, obviously and uh, has the resources um, I think it makes way more sense for them to just skip over if they have the tech to do it, uh, making the console and just having a server that you can play games through Amazon. Uh, also makes sense to have that um, integrated with Twitch because they already have that huge platform for gaming and other things, of course, but gaming specifically. Um, and to have a service that they can charge even more money uh, to, uh, to, um, play games through this service and, uh, uh, have that interact with Twitch is, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a no brainer really, but I mean, in a sense, it's kind of genius as well. It makes sense. Uh, the five ninety nine per month, we'll see how long that fucking lasts. That seems really low that alone. If they can, if they can nail the streaming aspect and the amount of games that people would want to play, um, and have that price point, they, I feel like, uh, will have a really good foot in the door on uh, cloud-based gaming and the future of it, uh, as long as they stay aggressive. Uh, that's a really good price point. I think a lot of people could easily see themselves just going, six bucks, cool, I can do that. But I can also see that price going up. That seems like uh, the invite-only early access program that they're talking about, it seems like that's gonna be an early price. I feel like an early adopter price that will definitely go up because that seems really low. Um, I mean, I think that Game Pass Ultimate for 15 bucks is a fucking steal. Uh, so $6 is, is pretty crazy. Um, you know, the controller looks fine. It kind of reminds me of the, um, uh, the Switch Pro controller. It actually almost looks the exact same to me. Uh, I haven't held it, but uh, the Luna controller for anybody listening. I'm holding up the Switch controller right now and Honestly, the Switch controller is really fucking nice feeling in the hand. It, it doesn't look like that great of a controller, but it feels really premium and it plays really well. It's not one of my favorite controllers, but it's it's definitely more than serviceable. I actually enjoy using this controller. So uh, it made me kind of look at controllers like this, look kind of generic and go, yeah, maybe it's pretty good. Maybe it's pretty good. So hopefully they put some work into that to at least make it feel premium, good, not cheap and and... Uh, you know, shitty plastic. I hate that feeling. And hopefully it has stick, stick, stiff sticks uh, because um, I hate loose analog sticks. It drives me insane. 50 bucks seems like a fair and normal price that should definitely not go up unless that controller offers some kind of new tech in it that I don't think it probably does. Um, as for what this offers uh, with the early launch games and the potential games that may come out, um, it's a pretty robust list of games and uh, it's only gonna grow, hopefully. So um, nothing there that's making me go, oh, I need this, but um, 
I'm also not the demographic because I've said this a lot on the channel, but I view streaming as a compliment to gaming. So unless I can continue what I'm doing at home on this service and have it carry over, um, I probably won't be in this uh, part of cloud gaming. I see myself more so using uh, anything that uh, Sony possibly could put out, Steam could possibly put out, and of course, Xbox has already put out uh, that I have tried and I really like. Um, so uh, I don't know if I'm going to be the type of person who's going to hop over. I mean, I'm kind of curious to try it to see how it is, but I haven't even tried Stadia. So, But I had like zero interest in Stadia for a lot of reasons. Um, which brings me to my next point. Um, I think Amazon has a better chance at being successful at this than Google which is weird because Google's a huge company, so is Amazon. But Google doesn't have um, the ground to start on uh, that uh, I've argued a lot Xbox does. Xbox started out, you know, console, console, console. Let's introduce streaming. Let's introduce cloud-based gaming. And it's not going to be the be-all, end-all, but it's part of the ecosystem, uh, which is very smart. Um, and Amazon having Twitch, Amazon having a huge storefront that you can just, you know, have it part of your whole, you know, Prime experience. I'm not saying it's part of Prime, but, you know, you go in there, you got Prime movies, Prime music, you got uh, fucking Luna now. Like, there's there's an ecosystem already built there. Google's kind of, like, all over the place. They're, I mean, you're using Google Maps sometimes. You're definitely using Google to search shit um, for the most part. I, I know a lot of you are. Um but and it, they got all these different services. I know some people use a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, and some people use a little bit of fucking Stadia. Um, not anyone I know personally, but um, I have uh, through this channel talked with people who've used it. So uh, it's definitely um, being used, but it wasn't well received. Um, and it also, it seems as though the perception is it felt unneeded as well. Um, which is not the way you want to show up. Be like, I'm here. People are like, eh, why? Um, so with that, I feel like Luna is is primed to be um, in a better position to, uh, I think, be a, a bigger success possibly, but also carry forward as something that people might stick with. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's, I feel like it's weird as soon as i heard this i'm like that makes sense that makes sense they should definitely do that yeah i think that's going to do really well because it's just you know just that ecosystem they've built when it comes to uh what they you know sell on amazon and having twitch uh they already are kind of like you know that's just kind of the missing middle piece between those two entities that uh i think will do really well for them um yeah 1080p I think that's reasonable, specifically on smaller screens. Uh, specifically, if your internet can handle it and it looks, you know, fine, um, it, that's that's great. Uh, 4K is expected, and that will be where things go, so it makes sense. And uh, it's cool they're gonna have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which, um, you know, they're they're saying there's no date to this, but I feel like we're looking at the controller. No big reveal, just there's the controller, and here's the service, and there's early adopter. Uh, programs coming out and invitations coming out. Um, I feel like we're going to see this soon. It seems like this is right around the corner. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see um, people trying out Luna or um, it coming to a wider audience uh, in less than a year, 
um, at the end of this year, early next year, next year at some point for everybody. I could easily see that, uh, especially with Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, being a game on here. I don't see that they would release Luna at the end of next year and go, hey, we have Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm like, yeah, that came out like a year ago, but that's cool. Um, so I feel like it's right around the corner. All in all, I think this is cool. I think it is a good competitor to uh, Stadia, also xCloud. Um, I do think xCloud will dominate this uh, for any time in the foreseeable future. Uh, we'll see what happens down the road. But uh, yeah, I think it's good that they're coming out with this. That price point's really competitive. Hopefully the games they can get on this will be competitive. I know Ubisoft's just ready to throw themselves at anything that pops up. Uh, they're very uh, uh, just into every, every console. Even the fucking Atari console is coming out. They're like, Ubisoft games are going to be on there. And it's like yeah, Ubisoft's ready for everything. Um, but yeah, really cool. I'm interested in seeing what they do with it. I don't know if I'll be uh, jumping uh, to try this or buy that controller, but uh, if I hear good things, I will uh, look into it, at least for this channel, to talk about it. So uh, yeah, let me know in the comments, what do you guys think about Amazon Luna? Does it sound interesting to you? What do you think about it as a competitor to this now growing uh, cloud gaming uh uh, atmosphere in gaming. Uh, do you think it's going to do well? Do you think it's not going to do well? What do you think about the $6 price point uh, for subscription? Uh, what do you think about the $50 controller? Do you like the controller? Do you think it's kind of fucking generic like me? Do you think it looks awful? Um, do you see any reason for yourself to be playing games through Amazon, through Twitch, watching a streamer going, that game looks cool. I want to play that right now. Play. And then you start your game up. It is really that simple on xCloud on uh on fucking um game pass uh it literally just has a play button you hit it it starts loading it starts connect to a server and then once it loads it loads and you can play it really fucking cool um yeah let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to amazon luna in the comments below all right second bit of news a little bit of news out of tgs 2020 which was kind of unceremonious i mean like uh, some videos have come out. There's some videos I kind of want to react to as well. Let me know in the comments if there's anything that came out TGS that we just need to watch and react to. You guys know we're always down to do that. But one thing that caught my eye is Resident Evil Village Developer Insights. It's a video that came out six minutes long, and it actually talks about the new Resident Evil. Uh, this is uh, Welcome to the Village. Um, you know, uh, as you guys know, and if you don't know, um, I'm. I really like where Resident Evil is going right now in most respects. Uh, my my history with Resident Evil is I was a huge fan when I was younger. In the older games, I still hold near and dear. Uh, I feel like they went the wrong path in a lot of ways with uh, 5 and 6 and all the weird offshoots that they made. But then Resident Evil 2 Remake came out, and I think it's fucking phenomenal. It's like my second favorite game of last year. Uh, Resident Evil 3 is okay. And... Uh, yeah, they've really kind of put themselves in a position where they can really uh, take the franchise in really cool directions. Um, even Resident Evil 7, um, though I, you know, question the first person aspect of it and the VR was neat enough. Um, I, I've My position on that has been, uh, I, I just kind of hope they would branch off 7 uh, into its own side story and go back to the third person aspects of, uh, or way of playing. Um of the you know more traditional Resident Evils, uh, but uh, they've made Village, and there's an eight in the Village, and they're very uh, 
open about what that means. They're like, well, it's not eight, but eight's in the title. And I'm like, yeah, that's so when the game comes out and if it's well received, you go, well, it is eight. And if it's not well received, they go, well, it's just it has the eight there, but it's more like a compliment to the actual eight that's coming out. It's a smart move, in my opinion, that they're doing it that way. Um, but uh, but I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it because uh, this one's following. Uh, I almost said Final Fantasy seven. That would have been a big fuck up. Uh, <laughs> Resident Evil seven. It's following its uh, first person gameplay. Um, the way they went about it in that and uh, and uh, I don't know if I'm stoked about that, but uh, from what I've seen so far, gameplay wise and um, information wise, I, I love what I'm seeing visually, but um, I'm curious about what I'm reading because we're hearing stuff about werewolves and all sorts of weird shit. I remember early leaks saying there's gonna be ghosts and shit. Um, and uh, although that as a game sounds awesome, I don't know if I'm ready for Resident Evil to depart so quickly away from what they uh, have kind of already established with prior games, but also in seven. I mean, it feels like almost every Resident Evil now coming out is a different paranormal game. And it, it it feels so fucking discombobulated in my opinion. But I am excited uh, at what I'm hearing uh, with this game. I just hope they can nail it. So with that, I'm gonna watch this video. I think this video will uh, discuss the game uh, and maybe, uh, as it says, developer insights talk about what they're planning on doing with it. Hopefully, get me super excited. Hopefully, get you guys super excited. So let's just watch this thing. Three, two, one, and go. Beautiful yet terrifying. この人は不透明なキャラクターとして最初考えてたんですけどある種プレイヤーのカメラそのものみたいなこの人は不透明なキャラクターとして考えてたんですけどやっぱりこう一本ゲームとして完成させてみるとそれでもやっぱイーサン
それに比べてビレッジはもう少しキャッチで、えー、っとまあ、ですね、見やすいというか、こっちのデザイン路線を今回多く入れるように心がけました。ビジュアルの美しさとか、その本当の意味での作り込みってところは AD の高野を本当信頼してるので、もう彼に一覧してるんですけど、やっぱりディレクターとしてはそのエモーショナルな瞬間はどこなんだろうとか、やっぱりそのタイミングで与えたいフィール、その恐ろしさなのか美しさなのか、あるいはなんか残酷さとか他のフィールなのか、やっぱそこを考えて、じゃあそれを実現するための絵作りをしてくれよとかいうのはやっぱ僕の役割だと思ってるので、まあ、一つの村っていうと、やっぱまあ、なんか小さなイメージ持つような人もいるとは思うんですけど実際今ビレッジ見ると、まあ、遠くの円形まですごいやっぱりリアリティで作り込んでたり向こうの山の向こうでめっちゃ綺麗に作ってるみたいな感じでものすごい広がりを感じる感じでそこは実際に自分で歩いてみてわすげえこんなとこも行けるんだとかこんなスポットあるんだとかこんなとこまで作り込んでんだみたいなっていうのは主観してるんで見てほしいです、ね、自分ならではのプレイっていうのがどれだけできるかっていうところを意識してるんですよねその自分でその困難に対して工夫して立ち向かっていって攻略していくっていう、まあ、そういったプレーの幅っていうのはセブンからかなり意識して広げていますなのでやっぱりそこはぜひ自分自身でプレーしてその試行錯誤してやっぱり実際にプレーして体験してほしいなとバイオハザードってやっぱりそのプレーするホラー映画だと思ってるので、うん、そこは実際プレーしてほしいです The first person perspective works really well to draw you into the world we've created You'll want to take your time to fully explore the detailed environments and the fully designed set pieces. The only way that you could make it any more immersive, I guess, is to scan yourself and put yourself in the game. Where did you find this guy? Give me a break, Pete. Hey, this guy's explaining first person as if it's、uh, something new. But the forest greeted them with a dark, cold silence. The bush is empty. And into the forest deep. What is it with that creepy story? It's just a local tale. まあ、絵本を使った理由はですね、すごくいろんなバラエティに飛んだ作品になる、商品になるなぁと思ってたんですね。Yeah, まあ、一番よくないのって結構やっぱりいろんな素材が出た後に、まとまりきらずに、お客さんが何だったんだろうってなっちゃうのが一番まずくて、まあ、そこでいろんなバラエティなものが飛んできたとしても、もうあたかもすごくいろんなバラエティあるものが一つの書物に収まってるかのような、まあちょっとできたらなと思って考えてました。Some things like just trying something else out. Like, the Resident Evil games to get the full experience. All the little touches and ideas that the designers add are fully realized and come together once you make it through the entire game. This guy just screams, I'm full of shit. Every time he talks, I'm like, everything you're saying sounds like you wrote it down prior. 軸かなと
Okay, so we got a couple clips out of that, but mostly they're just like, hey, I like my art director. We're going to expand on Ethan as a character. We want to give you a good-looking environment that's going to be immersive in first person with great detail and give you a little bit of more uh, open-ended choice. They really fucking like hiding this dude. Um, I wonder why. Probably it's first person, so they're trying to go like, you're Ethan, um, which doesn't never works for me. Um but yeah, all in all, uh, you know, short and to the point, um, there's some information there that I think was kind of uh, wasted, but more so it's just kind of you know giving their insights, developer insights on the game. Uh, we did see some new gameplay, or at least new gameplay to me, and uh, that was pretty cool to see. We've got this cool picture of Ethan. Uh, he's dressed very, very chic, very cool, looking very uh, fashionable, which is very important when you go to remote locations with werewolves who are trying to fucking rip you apart. Uh, he's got a very cool pistol with him though, so he can he can uh, protect himself. Um, some of these new images are uh, you know video looks really fucking cool. Um, these guys all look. Uh, this reminds me of Resident Evil Four in a good way. Uh, you know these aren't zombies. It seems uh, they do look. They have the glowing eyes, so maybe they got whatever the hell this virus is that turns people into werewolves. Maybe they got some kind of form of that. I know Resident Evil really likes its fucking alpha, beta, uh, fucking uh, different types of viruses from every single thing on the fucking planet. And there's, like, you don't want to live in the world of Resident Evil because there's so many. You think fucking COVID's bad. Like, goddamn, there's so many fucking viruses in Resident Evil. It's crazy. Um, you wouldn't want to live there. Um, anyway, these guys all have that shit, and they look kind of werewolf-like, but not fully werewolf-like. But they are more um, spry, normal human uh, style enemies, which is uh, which will be interesting. I think it'll, it'll, I think it will feel like Resident Evil Four again. Hopefully, you can shoot people in the legs and drop them and shit. Because I remember back in the day, I love just dropping people on their face. Um, we had a part in there that showed a guy break through the door too, and I thought that was pretty cool. But I'm having a hard time finding that part. Um, very cool. The environments are fucking beautiful. I love the way this game looks. Um, it's designed even outside the graphics very well in just its uh, aesthetic. Um, I like the snowy village that has these, you know, more small town looks, but also these regal buildings and stuff like that. It looks like a place I'm going to want to explore. And of course, in the RE engine, I think it looks fantastic. So it's going to you know, be a good visual treat for the eyes as you play uh, while you're uh, you know, shitting your pants. Hopefully. It's uh, a weird thing to hope for. Um, playing this game. I remember Kojima talking about he wanted to make a horror game that would make you shit your pants. And I'm like, that's a really vulgar way to put that, but it kind of puts the exactly what he's going for out there. Like he doesn't want you to go, "Ooh, that was spooky." He wants you to go, "Holy fuck! I can't! I can't do this! I can't! I literally can't! I gotta stop. My life is over. This is so rough." And this room, I've you know, every time I see it, I'm just like, "That that just looks so good." I love the amount of detail going on in here, and we if we can expect more uh, like this, which it looks like we're gonna get um you know when it comes to uh you know the map design uh it's very cool kind of takes me back to uh the original resident evil which is one of my favorite resident evils so uh this game seems to be kind of blending a lot of uh elements that uh although you know mansions and stuff like that they they, they pop up in other resident evils later as well but um it seems to be blending a lot of elements from prior games while maintaining the first person aspect which i'm still okay with but i'm not fucking i'm not s s excited for it because i do feel 
Resident Evil 7's biggest weakness was its first person feels fine, but it also feels stiff in a not intentional way. I mean, it might be intentional because, you know, they probably want you to feel like a normal person who's just like, you know, not military trained or whatever the hell, but um, it feels kind of off. And then in VR, you just aim with how you, wherever you look, which is unfair shit. You just look at a guy's head and go pop and shoot him, but it's neat the whole game's in VR. Um, this whole uh, fantasy storytelling thing I think is really neat. Um, not something I would expect from Resident Evil. If you just showed me that clip, it didn't say Resident Evil. I'd assume it's some weird indie game coming out. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, it's it's a new flavor that uh, I'm excited to, to check out uh, when this game comes out, uh, telling this story. So I think it'll really kind of add to the whole uh, experience. And all in all, uh, you know, this did this did kind of budge me for a little bit on my hype for this game. Um, I still have reservations when it comes to the direction they're going when it comes to the horror elements, uh, specifically werewolves and the leaked rumored um, ghosts and stuff like that. But um, as a game, as this aesthetic, as a game that would have those things potentially that wasn't Resident Evil, I'd be all for it. So hopefully it's written really well in a way that uh, doesn't make me go, does Resident Evil need to go in this direction? Is this where we want to go with it? I don't know. I don't make the game, but hopefully they make it uh, really good. And uh, I'm really excited for this game. I hope it's really good. And uh, everything I've seen on so far looks really cool. Next thing I'd like to see is some gameplay, more specifically um, combat, how it's going to uh, feel when you're shooting these um, uh, fucking werewolf hybrid boys um, when they're running at you. I want to see uh, just how that looks. So, um, yeah, can't wait to see more on this game. Let me know in the comments what do you guys think about Resident Evil uh, village. What do you think about this developer insight? Uh, welcome to the village. I apologize for anybody who's listening to this and have no idea what they were saying. Kind of went over it briefly. They really didn't say that much. Um, but for people who watched, uh, you know, what was the most exciting aspects of this? Or are you not into this game at all? You're like, dude, I don't give a fuck. We don't need another Resident Evil, uh, specifically another first person one. I get that. I know a lot of people out there are not into the first person thing. I get it for sure. Um, I know some people will like it, though. So, uh, But yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. But that's going to do it for this episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Little Gaming. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and TikTok at Tasty Loot Gaming. Uh, we have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have a Discord link down below. Quick reminder that we will be doing Game of the Month tomorrow, so make sure to come back and talk with us about Crystal Chronicles, which is a Final Fantasy game. It's a four-player cooperative game, so we'll be discussing that. And I actually have quite a bit of things to say on that game, so uh, yeah, hopefully you guys will join that conversation. But uh, until then, my name's Seth, and uh, yeah, have a good night, guys, and take it easy.